This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about pan pizza. Yeah, I'm wearing my apron during this episode, so you know it's a good day in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Matthew, you know, I know I've talked before on the show about how good Matthew's cooking is and how I feel often that, like, I get to just show up and eat really tasty food and, like, call it a job. But seriously, today I'm I'm feeling, like, deep, sappy gratitude for my well, I mean, co-host, which isn't, yet, which so isn't funny. So I don't know what I'm gonna, how I'm gonna turn myself around for this episode. It's okay. You can you can prostrate yourself before me for one episode. Okay. This episode is about pan pizza, and I'm mm. I'm a little nervous about mm. this one for a couple reasons. Mm. It's it's kind of kind of like a supreme, but with some pickled peppers on there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm nervous because like pizza is a thing that a lot of people know a lot more than oh, I do seriously. about. Seriously, seriously. And particularly pan pizza is kind of the pizza of the moment, uh, but also at the same time. I don't want to come off as like a pizza guy on the internet who thinks he knows more than mm-hmm. you about pizza and like you got to try the pizza the way I make it kind of guy. Oh my god! So we're just tell we're just about, students I, here. Tell me about of life. it. I know pizza guys. Um, so mm-hmm. Matthew sent me a text. So we're we're taping this on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. We usually tape on Thursdays. Matthew sent me a text on Tuesday midday. I'm so excited about eating pan pizza on Thursday. And then two exclamation points. I love texting with you Mm -hmm. on occasions like that when you write to me 48 hours ahead of eating something to tell me how excited you are about eating it. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine what my sexting game is like? Oh, my God. Can you give give us an example? Mm, Non-existent, pretty much. Oh. I don't know. Like, I feel like. I feel nervous, like, you know, what if what if uh, wife of the show, Lori, is, like, in the middle of something important at work, and, like, it's not a good time to receive a sext. I never, I don't think I've ever really sent anything. Oh, my gosh. But do you ever, does it show up, like, on her desktop or something? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Is she, like, doing an important presentation, and it shows mm-hmm. up, like, like I... That's I, what I was going to say. It's the big board meeting at work, mm-hmm. and she's up there with the PowerPoint, and, um... <laughs> 
And suddenly, like, you know, ding, 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 like, <laughs> doodly doot. Um, like a full screen message from me <laughs> shows up. I'm not even going to say, like, what it would say. Doodly just, doot. Just, <laughs> it would say, I want to doodly doot. <laughs> I've, I've ruined I just, every board just, meeting this way. I just doodly dooted while thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of text I usually send Ash. Uh-huh. Oh, man. <laughs> I just doodly dooted three times. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wonder what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So um, pizza, I guess, we're talking about. Right. So I was very excited to make some pizza, and now this is the pizza that I was excited to make. Great. Okay. So How um, is it? Oh, my God. It's so good, Matthew. Thank you. So pan pizza, where do we even begin? Okay. Uh, How about on memory, memory lane? lane? Did you enjoy the Pizza Hut personal pan pizza growing up? So I feel like, okay, I think I'm a little confused here because there are elements of Pizza Hut pizza that are- Elements like radium and polonium. That are basically just like pan pizza. I mean, Pizza Hut tends to have a crust that like has um, a bit of like a thicker, mm-hmm. crispier, slightly oily quality. So I don't really- is all Pizza Hut pizza pan pizza? No. So I think that's Pizza Hut's most popular style of pizza, but you can order like a thin crust Pizza Hut or like the medium crust. Both Pizza Hut and Domino's have kind of converged on the like three different crust thicknesses that you can order. Uh-huh. Pan pizza is the thickest and the thin and crispy is the thinnest and crispiest. I, I remember seeing ads about this as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's just going to be so much chewing. I feel pretty certain that uh, what I'm thinking of as Pizza Hut pizza is actually their pan pizza. I think probably, yeah. I think so. So, um, yeah, I've had it. But did you ever and get I the individual it. one as a kid? I don't think so because my parents, like, we didn't we didn't tend to get Pizza Hut. If mm-hmm. we were going to get pizza delivery, we would get, I remember getting Domino's. I have very fond memories of the Pizza Hut personal pan pizza really? as a kid. Oh, yeah. It was like one of my favorite things. I think the price was probably like $2 back then. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, uh, it was, you know, like kind of like a so four. It was during the Great Depression. It was dur- during the Depression. Uh, it, was a, it was four slices and maybe like four or five inches in diameter. Mm-hmm. And it was just perfect for, for one hungry kid. And you could get pepperoni or mm-hmm. cheese or supreme. Mm-hmm. Did it have the kind of texture um, of, like, Celeste pizza for one? No. Where it would kind of stick behind your teeth? Mm-mm. No. Okay. So More, more very, like, oily and bouncy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I love oily and bouncy things. What about what about uh, pan that's, pizza? That's one of my sects also. Like, <laughs> that was the one that ruined the most recent board presentation at the board meeting. I love – did you say, I love oily and bouncy things? <laughs> that's all I said. <laughs> Okay, Matthew. Hold All on. Right. What about you wrote here on the agenda under memory lane, Wallingford Pizza House, colon, home of the dome. Okay, this is uh, a now defunct Seattle restaurant. Wallingford Pizza House was not its original name, but I don't remember the original name. It was the place that was between the two Guild 45th movie theater auditoriums. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? On 45th mm-hmm. in Wallingford. And it was like a Chicago-style pizza place, but their their most popular thing, which was billed as like an individual thing but easily served too, was a style of pizza where they would put the ingredients in a bowl, stretch some dough over the top of the bowl, and bake it that way, like like inverted, basically. So like the bowl is on the bottom and the crust is on the top. Then they bring that to the table. They kind of cut around the edge and uh, and 
present it like that's all the stuff gooshes out of the bowl into the crust it was gross and great why is this place no longer in operation i don't know like wow. they, i think they're ahead of their time um i'm i'm but i am trying to figure out the appeal of this it seems like you would have a whole bunch this seems like a pot pie so and it seems like you would have a whole mm-hmm. bunch of like steamed ingredients inside so I think that is true to a certain style of pan pizza and particularly Chicago pizza. So maybe, maybe we should talk. Wait a minute. How is that even a pan pizza? Is the it, bowl the pan? I guess the bowl's the pan. It's not really that a pan pizza. Okay, but they also pan serve pizza. pan pizzas. Okay. Hold on. Now, yeah. let's. can you give me like an overview of pan pizza? Okay. First of all, we're definitely going to be mentioning friend, friend of the show, Kenji Lopez, all several times because he's developed a lot of pizza recipes for Serious Eats, some of which I will be mentioning. Also, Kenji Lopez-Alt recently um, showed up in my inbox in the New York Times cooking mm-hmm. newsletter uh, for, I think, a piece that he wrote about using mayonnaise in mm-hmm. cooking, uh, like as a uh, marinade. Anyway, Kenji Lopez-Alt, true wizard who uh, who is bringing delicious food to home kitchens everywhere. True. The uh, the the Dumbledore of of home kitchens. He is, or maybe the um, Gandalf. Maybe maybe the Gandalf. McGonagall. Maybe he's the. Maybe he can turn into a cat. Okay. <laughs> um. Probably. I think he can do. He can do anything in the kitchen. He can turn into a cat in the kitchen, but in other rooms he can't. Great. So pan pizza is pizza that's cooked in a pan, and there are a variety of styles which we'll do kind of a very high level overview of. But to me. The thing that makes pan pizza special is not that it has a thick crust, because there's plenty of thick crust pizza that isn't cooked in a pan. It's two things. It's that uh, the mm. crust kind of fries in oil or butter, because you put either butter the pan or you put a uh, slick of olive oil in there, and the crust gets really like crisp and oily. And there is often, but not always, and there is on this one, mm. around the edge of the pizza, a frico of cheese, like a crispy cheese layer that turns black and looks like it would be overcooked, but it is not. Yes. There are other, uh, so there are a whole bunch of different names for what we're calling pan pizza, mm-hmm. right? Uh, are you going to talk about that? Mm-hmm. Did I ask you a question right when you're in the middle of chewing? Always. Can I have more pizza? Mm-hmm. Okay, more. I'm going to get more. All right, you you vamp for a second. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about four styles of pan pizza. New York, New Jersey, Sicilian, or grandma pie, which is uh, at least kind of square pie that you get in New York that's baked in a large pan. It's often the crust is par-baked, and that's the kind that they serve at Dino's, a restaurant in Seattle that you may be familiar with. Yes, I'm familiar with it. We're going to talk about Detroit pizza. We're going to talk a little bit about Chicago deep dish pizza. Okay. And we're going to talk about Pizza Hut style cast iron pan pizza. Okay. Whew, God. Wow. Okay. Take I it know, away. This, this, could, so, this okay. could go on for okay. a while. So we're starting with like New Jersey, New York, mm-hmm. Sicilian grandma pie. This is all sort of one category. Mm-hmm. Also called a square pie. Yep. Okay. And I think this pizza, it's got a good chew to it. Usually... You know, it's kind of, it's thick, it's real cheesy, it's, uh, you know, if you if you think about like a square New York pizza slice, it's this style. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to make. Your grandma could do it. Is that what you've made here today? No. This is a Detroit pizza. Oh my God, really? I don't mm-hmm. know anything about this. All right, let's go. See, I'm turning into p- internet pizza guy. Wait, already. but hold on. If somebody wanted a really good recipe for like a New York square pie, where should they go? Okay, there's a couple of good pan pizza cookbooks that have come out recently. One of them is by bread baker Peter Reinhardt, and it's called Perfect Pan Pizza. Okay. And it covers a bunch of styles, not Chicago, but all of the other styles that we're going to talk about. And that is where I would start, because he's got great dough recipes. 
for for making a and a whole section on grandma grandma and Sicilian pies. Mm-hmm. There's also a book called Emily the Cookbook. Oh yes, Emily, which is a restaurant in New York. It's a restaurant in New York. I think they have one in Nashville now also, and mm. it's a, a pizza restaurant. And at least one of their locations specializes in Detroit pizza, okay. and was one of one of the restaurants that uh, helped make Detroit pizza a nationally known thing in the last five years, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so the idea with Detroit pizza, there is an origin story to it that sounds way too good to be true, which is that it's baked in these. Wait, hold on. Were you saying that Emily is New York style or Detroit style? Detroit style. Oh, OK. All right. Okay. Uh, I mean, they do they they do different styles of pizza at their different locations. But one of their locations, I think Emmy Squared is their Detroit pizza place. Okay. OK, ready. So Detroit pizza is like the the hot pizza of the moment. And not just because it came out, just came out of the oven. Wow, this, I feel like this episode has been so serious so far. Oh my god, it's only because I'm chewing too yeah, much to make like dumb jokes. I know. Okay, we'll we'll get past the chewing at, at some point when we when we finished eating this entire pizza. Mm-hmm. The idea of Detroit pizza is the the origin story is that it originated in the '40s at a at a restaurant called uh, Buddy's Rendezvous. And the owner of Buddy, Buddy's Rendezvous allegedly was an auto worker who would like smuggle home steel pans that were used to to like carry around small like screws and and small tools and stuff, and use those pans to bake pan pizza in his oven at home. Oh my God, I love these kinds of like legends. Right, it's a great legend. Like, does that make any sense? Probably not, but. Detroit pizza is made in a special pan that okay. is, uh, it's like a, a steep-sided but not square-sided pan, and uh, it's made that's made of steel. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought mine from Lloyd's, which was like the Detroit pizza manufacturer. It's uh, kind of expensive. I think it was like $33. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one thing I love about the, the pan that I bought from Lloyd's is that it comes with like a warning not sticker, but like a warning slip of paper saying like this this is a piece of industrial cooking equipment. It's not supposed to be beautiful. If it has imperfections, that's normal. Deal with it. Which which I absolutely love. Yes. Um and uh the the idea with Detroit Detroit pizza is like it's a kind of a little bit light and focaccia style, uh like very wet dough. Okay. And you butter the pan and you stretch this dough out in the pan and it is topped usually like with it goes like ingredients. It can go che- cheese and then toppings, or toppings and then cheese. But if there's going to be red sauce, it goes on top in stripes, okay. and often after the pizza is baked. Okay. And you sprinkle the cheese around, like mostly around the edge, so that it drips down as as the pizza bakes and forms this crispy cheese layer around the edge. Oh. Gosh. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna get another slice. You vamp. Um, okay. So uh, this is interesting. So I'm guessing then that whatever red sauce is is traditionally used on a Detroit pizza would be cooked, mm-hmm. as opposed to most like New York style pizza sauces, at least for round pies, yep. are not cooked. Although it's different for square pies. Like square mm-hmm. pies in New York also have a cooked sauce. Yeah, and I think cooked sauces work really well with these with these styles of pizza. Mm-hmm. I have tried doing the, the red stripe Detroit pizza, and what I found was 
it got soggy quickly and I wanted to have the sauce on the side for dipping. So I know this is probably like a heretical pizza thing, but I think Detroit pies are best as white pies with optional sauce on the side. So what was the sauce you used? It was just like a jar of ragu. This is ragu traditional old world. It was our favorite jarred sauce up from the jarred tomato sauce episode. Amazing. Okay, cool. It's delicious Mm -hmm. with this white pie. Um, okay, so so talk to me more about like the cheese, how you think about applying the cheese, mm-hmm. like uh, yeah, and also no, but hold on, how still how is this different from a New York square pie, mm-hmm. other than like the placement okay. of the sauce, the type of pan used, and the use of butter, which you would never you'd never find butter under That's a New true. York square pie, I don't think, and not all Detroit pizza is made with with butter, but a lot of it is, okay, and that promotes browning, okay. And the cheese, if you get it in Detroit, it's going to be Wisconsin brick cheese, which is like it's like a mild white melting cheese that is hard to find outside the Midwest. I just use whole milk mozzarella and it's very good. Yeah. Okay. And you want to sprinkle it really like more than you think, like around the edge of the pan, because like where that grease is going to come from to really crisp up the pie. A lot of it is is cheese grease that's dripping down. And are you grating it like on the the large holes of a box grater? That's what I do. So often a Detroit pizza recipe will say like cut the cheese into cubes. Mm-hmm. And I've tried that and did not notice any difference. Oh, but interesting. It's, and it's a fairly like. How big were the cubes? Like pretty small. Okay. I don't know, quarter inch cubes. So like the size of like small Lego pieces. Like size of small Lego. You could substitute small Lego pieces <laughs> if necessary. I love the crunch they bring. Mm-hmm. Love it. Almost as much as I like stepping on it. I was just going to say, I stepped on one of, the, one of the cubes of cheese and my foot will never be the same. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work, need a place to stay while your home is being remodeled, or maybe you're just enjoying a relaxing week away, well, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, so they've got a full kitchen. Uh, they've got, you can borrow appliances, like if you want a blender or a slow cooker while you're traveling, you can borrow it, no charge. <laughs> uh-huh, so like you could invite your friends or your coworkers over for like a post-meeting drink. You can bring your pet Totally allowed. Oh, I love this. Oh, I see. They even have special pet items you can use. And they have the built-in alpha closet system. Nothing makes me happier (laughs) when I am traveling and I have like a place to put away my clothes. Mm -hmm. Molly has seen what happens when I don't have a place to put away my clothes. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody, nobody. Yeah, so like a whole closet system where I can really like unpack for reals. I am down. Well, this is made for you then. And this is Town Place Suites by Marriott. Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Toppings. Toppings. 
So the toppings I used on this one, and this is a recipe from Emily, the cookbook. Oh, you didn't just make up this combination of toppings? No, but it's... um. Because I, I was I was thinking that you were just... It's like the exact right amount of each thing. Well, that's all me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. I'm a pizza guy from the internet. Um, it's uh, it's jarred, uh, Mazetta brand jarred spicy cherry peppers, Italian sausage, and red onion slices. Okay. And it's got, uh, I think they call it the street fair because it's supposed to represent like a, uh, a sausage sandwich you would get at a New York street fair. Mm-hmm. And so is this, this is a obviously a yeasted dough. Mm-hmm. What kind of yeast do you use in this dough? Active mm-hmm. dry? Mm-hmm. Instant. Instant. Okay. So when did you, so we're eating this pizza at like 11 a.m. on a Thursday morning. When did you start making the dough? I started making the dough, was it after dinner on Monday? Oh. Yeah. Okay. So does it ferment in the in the fridge? In the fridge, yeah. Okay. It's, it's super simple dough to make. I mean, it's pizza dough. And uh, yeah, so it like sat in the fridge for a couple of days and then and I panned it up and you you pan it and then you let it uh, you let it rise at room temperature for a couple hours and then mm-hmm. put it back in the fridge so it doesn't collapse when you put toppings on it. Okay. I have always been a little bit of a an agnostic about making pizza at home. Yeah. I think it could be you, you because think it I, may or may not exist. No, I just think that I have uh I I haven't I've struggled to decide whether or not I believe in it. Mhm. And it could be because I, I have had free access to pizza mm-hmm. for the past decade. I was just going to say. Um, if, you know, access to free restaurant pizza. At the same time, I have to say, Matthew, and I, I think that my my former spouse is going to absolutely lose it. But I think this is the best pizza in town. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, Matthew well, is like absolutely overflowing now. with like, emotion. That that to me, like that was better than any sext I could receive. Oh, um, uh, do you like it more or less than oily, bouncy things? I don't like it's It's just like doodly doot all the way down. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that this is this is what I wanted to, to, to say about pan pizza is like it is the best pizza to make at home, I think, because there is. No, you don't have – you should get your oven hot, but it's like – it's not the kind of thing where like you wish you could get your oven up to 685 degrees. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, 450 is fine. And you don't – you never have that moment of like is the pizza going to come off the peel and onto the pizza stone mm-hmm. or not. And it's just it's just easy. It works every time. No, it is delicious. And this really wonderfully like crispy bottom. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, it's so delicious. And I, I can't say that I taste that it was butter that was the right. fat there, but it just has this wonderful toasty, crispy mm-hmm. flavor and texture. And then yeah, the like frico around the sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like this also, did not require any skill. Yeah, it really didn't. I can tell because I, I know mm-hmm. you. I That's mean, right. I, yeah. I, I never put. I never give a hundred percent in anything I do. <laughs> no. Um. Anyway. Okay. Wow. So, we'll, so Detroit we'll pizza. We'll find a way to share this recipe. I feel like I'm still struggling a little bit to like totally understand what makes it Detroit De- pizza. Yeah, because it just seems like a difference in like it's a difference in pan, a difference in like sauce placement. Yeah. No. I mean, it's still pizza. Yeah. Uh, it's not Detroit pizza is not as different from other styles of pizza as. Chicago deep dish pizza is. Okay. Because this is also kind of like, you know, people who are really, if we're talking about like New York pizza, people will get all like, well, you know, I prefer New Haven pizza. Mm -hmm. 
I can taste the differences in those more than I can taste, for instance, like the difference between this and the New York style at Dino's. Right. I mean, like I said, I used mozzarella. I've never had a pizza made with brick cheese, and I don't know how it would be different. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. God, the Midwest is really great. Yeah, people are so friendly, and they have pizza. And they have pizza. They just show up, and they and they like got all this really great domestic cheese. They've got some big lakes. Oh, some of the biggest lakes. I mean, huge lakes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely huge lakes. They've got some like really good farmland. They've got like, lakes. You stand on one side, and like your friend goes to the other side of the lake, and you can't even see them. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what my friend told me to do, and like I haven't heard from them since. <laughs> like, just realizing now, I think I got ghosted. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's talk about Chicago pizza, which I have really mixed feelings about, including in our in our, in this. I know that it's pan pizza, but it is such a different species, right? Because it's so much thicker. Yes, and the sauce so usually goes saucier. on top, and like there's just this enormously thick layer of bread, and then like an enormously thick maelstrom of toppings and cheese. Yeah. And then sauce on top, usually. Yeah. Here's what I think about Chicago deep dish pizza. Oh, God. And like, oh, God. This, I'm sure whatever I say about it, here about comes this, the internet pizza be, guy. It'll be an uh, uncontroversial statement. I think you take any other style, well known style of pizza, and if it's good, it's great. And if it's bad, it's still pretty good, right? This is the sex the, analogy. Right, the sex, yes. Yeah. If you get a sex from a pizza, it's going to be pretty good. Chicago deep dish pizza is not like that. When it's bad, it's very bad, and you don't want to eat really? it. You don't want to eat it? I don't think so. Have you had really bad Chicago? Yes. Really? Yes. Where? I don't remember. You, you probably just don't want to name um, it. Okay, you know you know where I've had Chicago-style pizza that I did not appreciate is at the Pizzeria Uno chain. Oh, oh, I think it's fair to malign them. Yes. It's a chain. Because... What you're getting out of a thin pizza is like, you know, like a, a little bit of crispy dough and, and some toppings on there. But like if you smush that all together into a four inch thick layer, like it has to be better than average, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Um, and we have one place in Seattle that does extremely good Chicago style pizza. Hmm. Okay. Windy City Pie. Have you had it? I have not had it's it. It's great. Wow. Okay, good to know. I have only had Chicago style pizza once and that was in Chicago. How was it? It was very tasty. Okay. I, I was sort of bewildered by it because I think I didn't understand how truly different it is from, you know, like what I've always thought of as like baseline pizza, which is like the like Domino's style thing I grew mm-hmm. up with. Yeah. You know, like more of a New York style. Yeah, no, it like yeah, I guess like Compared to Detroit style or, or you know New York square pie, like you have you have to throw out everything you think of as pizza in order to enjoy Chicago style. Yeah, I mean it's a it's like a pie. It's a pie. It's a pie, like a straight up pie. Yeah, that would be a good name for a pizza place, straight up pie. Straight up pie. Well, we know what Matthew's gonna do when uh well What? <laughs> Where are we going with this? I don't know. I'm running oh, <laughs> oh god, no. my brain is filled with Detroit style pizza. Were you pizza. gonna say I was gonna go straight up a pie? No, I was saying that you were going to open a pizza place. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think you were thinking I was going to go straight up a pie. No. Um, 
All right, should we, should we move on to the final the final style? Yeah, let's go on to the final style. I don't even know what to call this one. It's like cast iron Pizza Hut style. It, would this be made in a round pan? In a round pan. I don't think Pizza Hut... But how Hut... is that so different from a Detroit one? This happens to be made in a rectangular pan. Who cares so, what shape the pan is? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's got more... you don't get corners. More oil. You don't you don't get corners. And, like, the, the dough is a little a little denser than, than a Detroit-style dough, I think. I don't know. Like, it's... You probably already have a cast iron pan around, so this one's going to be real easy to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a great recipe on Serious Eats from our friend Kenji Lopez-Alt for how to make a, a cast iron pan pizza. Mm-hmm. One thing I would add that I don't know if it's in the article or not is if you do have a pizza stone or pizza steel, whatever style of pan pizza you're making – Put the pan right on the pizza stone, and the bottom mm. will brown better. Okay. I find that if I don't do that, then after my cast iron pan pizza comes out of the oven, when it's fully done on top, I need to like put it on the stove burner for a minute or two to get oh, the really? bottom browned enough, which is fine. Oh, okay. I don't have a pizza stone. Okay, I mean, then do this anyway, and maybe you'll have to crisp up the bottom on the stove a little bit. Interesting. Okay. You, made, you made a pan pizza, didn't you? When? I feel like you asked me for pan pizza advice sometime mm. recently. I could be thinking of my other co-host. Oh, I did. <laughs> I forgot. I was using Delancey dough, uh-huh. but I didn't think of it so much as a pan pizza. I mean, I think I thought of it as like trying to make pizza even easier than it otherwise is by like okay. confining it to a pan and not having to deal with a peel. Oh, so you're all just all stuff. about like caging things. I'm just about caging things. Okay. This is getting back to the, uh, the, the bread bowl, the taco bowl salad bowl mm-hmm. what, conversation we had in the taco salad episode what was the gist of that conversation I, I don't, don't remember, remember. <laughs> but it went it went in it went in in dark and, and politically charged oh, right, right right i mean not ways. not more politically charged than things i said about detroit and our yeah, chicago it's pizza it's certainly true. hey why aren't we doing our corporate retreat this year in detroit or yeah oh oh god i mean is it yeah, too late missed opportunity. Yes, it's too late it's too Next late year, we can do it that's a good idea except we keep doing it in like january or february which is probably not a great time to be in the in midwest like the upper but, midwest but it's a great time to eat a hot pizza I'd, I'd be up for it okay 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 I'm next, ready for next a nap. year Next year, see you in Detroit. If you're if you're a listener in Detroit and want to explain to me like all the things I got wrong about Detroit pizza, I would actually like to know. Um, I hope that all of our internet pizza guys come out of the woodwork to you do. Uh, well, because I'm excited for you to get to engage with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be so I'm fun. Excited too. <laughs> like it'll PizzaGate too. Is there anything we're going to be able to post on the website or do we just want to tell people to buy Emily the cookbook? Okay, I I will see if this recipe, if the recipe for Emily the cookbook's pizza Detroit pizza dough is online and if so we'll link to that. Um you don't really need a recipe for the topping part cuz it's just like I said sliced raw sliced red onion. You I mean you don't need to pre-cook it before it goes on. Italian sausage and cherry peppers. Mm. Can I see the cookbook? Yeah. Can you it to me? It's a great like it's it's not just a pan pizza book. It's also round pizzas and burgers and other stuff. It's a very nice restaurant cookbook. Yeah. Uh, we will post a link to Kenji Lopez-Alt's uh, Detroit pizza recipe and his uh, pan pizza, cast iron pan pizza recipe. Did this did this episode have any laughs in it whatsoever? I guess we were, I guess we talked about ruining the board meeting with, with sexting. I'll give us credit for that. Molly's just reading a book now. <laughs> so, 
You want to you want to like read read out loud like it's a bedtime story? No, I was just looking at this picture of this couple, and looking at how happy they both look standing outside their restaurant. Oh, it's really but, sweet. But have you heard about her next book? Oh God, Matthew, please, it's too close to home. <laughs> okay, please don't. Sorry. Did you know you can pre-order Molly's book, oh. The Fixed Stars, right now? It sounds like you just said The Thick Stars. <laughs> the, the, the stars are thick. That's like T-H-I-C-C. That's actually, when I, when I suggested the title of the book, which I did, I actually said The Thick Stars, uh, and yeah, you just Matthew, misheard it. Matthew did. I mean, to be, to be clear, Matthew did help me come up. Matthew did suggest the title of this book. Mm-hmm. I was trying to say that you helped me, but yeah. you came up with the title of this book. Uh, but and then I didn't help any further than that. I, I think I hindered at some point. No, no, no. You helped Yeah, so see, there's the red stripes I was talking about. God, these pies are so handsome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Molly's like gazing into my kitchen to see if, if my homemade pie lives up to the ones in the photos in the book. All right, so uh, let us know just what kind of pan pizza do you like? What kind of pan pizza do you make? Facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast, SpilledMilkPodcast.com. You can comment at either of those places. You can send us an email, contact at SpilledMilkPodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram at Spilled Milk Podcast. You can, you can sext us at uh, uh, 206. 206- Five 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 one two one two. Uh huh. Was that information <laughs> or time and temperature? I, I, I think that's information. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, yeah, what happens if you sex the information number? <laughs> maybe maybe something great. Maybe happens. it's like when you say to Alexa, like Alexa, tell me a dirty joke. And what happens? I have no idea. Oh, I don't I, have I don't have an Alexa. Do I you? No, I don't either. I think it's built into the Amazon app. Maybe. Okay, we'll tr- we'll see we'll see yeah. if we can okay. a-, a sexta. And <laughs> did you say a sexta? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. All right. We got to get out of here. Oh my god, I need a nap now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, two like like a quarter of a of a Detroit pizza will do that to you. <sighs> um, and until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that's like a bunch of nuts and bolts rattling around in the pizza pan that is your brain. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. <laughs> and I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Are you going to have us dip into the same bowl? Do you think is I'm that, a monster? Is that not cool? I do think you're a monster, but like a <laughs> like a cool monster. Cool like monster, a, like yeah. A, like a Frankenstein with like a, like a jaggedy lightning streak in, in her hair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.